So the actual first thought or the first article I'm going to review that I've been written, writing is about why divorced parents should take a second, take a second look at Snapchat. Uh, I wrote this article in 2016, but I think it's still quite relevant to the population. And I want to see, can you use this as a more of a uh, meaningful communication with your with your kids, especially when you don't see them that often. So at the time of writing, the U.S. had a divorce rate at 53%. So that's more than half the married couples in the U.S. that couldn't keep it together. But I don't really care about the problem of the relationship or the chemistry between two people not working. It's more about, I'm not really worried about the culture of divorce increasing. But as a, but like as a kid to, of divorced parents, I do care a lot about the children and the the way they communicate with their parents. I know the difficulties of not seeing or hearing from your mom or your dad for a couple days or weeks. Uh, you try to call, they may answer if they're available. Next time they try to call you, you can't pick up. So that's that was a general issue. But now this was back in 2005. I was 12 years old. Internet didn't exist, but internet did exist but not in the rate of today uh, internet and chat rooms such as msn were more for the youth and not for the parents so calling to a landline was the way to go however my mom got this new child got this new child my my actually my sister back in 2008 um and but my mom got divorced again with her dad so my sister is now living one week at her father's place and one week at my mother's so i asked her like how often do you speak to to your daughter or my sister during the week uh if she has if she is at her father's and she says like maybe once or twice a week she's not really interested in speaking at the phone for more than one minute so I cannot really imagine not talking to a child for more uh, for a couple of days, but I uh, but I get my little sister. I do understand her. She's a uh, active and she's a real smart girl. A, a phone call is fucking boring, and like usually when you talk to your mother and your or your parents uh, through your phone, it's like you don't have a lot to talk about. It's like how are you? What are you doing? Uh, what have you done today? How is school? These questions are really boring with a voice through a brick pressed <laughs> press against your ear uh, if you see it that way. Uh, so I introduced my mom to Snapchat uh, a couple of months ago. This was actually 2016, so this was three years ago more or less when I introduced Snapchat. And she lives in the uh, southern part of Sweden. I live in Stockholm. Uh, and I'm pretty much her only contact or only follower on Snapchat. But we send a snap or two or day, uh, a day actually. And it's it's kind of like, it's not meaningful, but it's somewhat a way to communicate. It's like easy pictures, look what I'm eating. Or here's me in a funny face swap. I miss you. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I'm pretty much lying. I don't send her that many snaps but the thing was that my uh, my sister recently got my mother's old phone more or less to watch uh, youtube and play games on the culture here in sweden is pretty much like 
we are a bit restricted to social media for the young uh, for the young kids uh, because we are really scared about yeah pretty much the bad things that could happen on Snapchat. But the and I, I get all the negativities and the danger of using social media in a young age, the bullying, the pedophiles, not knowing what your child are doing. Or who is she talking to and who is the person that's sending her picture. There's a lot of questions to to actually deal with as a parent. Especially if you don't know the social media that well. And that's actually why I believe Snapchat is a good social media to start with for a young child. The security is pretty high or you can set it really high. And the chance of uh, somebody adding you for being... You, it's kind of small because they don't have to know your username to add the person in question. So you can set the security to maximum with creating a Snapchat account for your child. So just a quick tour of the basics of Snapchat. It's just a social media which allows you to send pictures, videos and snaps, uh, which is viewable, viewable for a limited time and then it gets deleted. Uh, and this. In the snap, uh, you're allowed to draw, write, put emojis, use different kind of filters. And the app- uh, application is pretty closed up. You can only find users if you know the username. But the thing is that Snapchat actually gives you the possibility to community uh, communicate with your child through affect, through body language, through a smile, or just a face that gives your child a sense of feeling. And let's theorize that it's actually you want to talk to your child more than a child want to talk to you. Uh, and <laughs> Snapchat gives the creativity for a child or the reason to send you a picture or a video. Because it's actually fun to use Snapchat. It gives the creativity for the child to write or draw something or test out a funny filter or take a picture of their homework to get some help. And yeah... The functions gives your child the reason to communicate with you. The lack of affection is actually something that is a huge issue with divorced parents or especially distant parents. A text or a message just gives you the information that daddy loves you or mommy misses you. And it's nothing more than a text. But affection... Action is what creates bonds and shows love. And a snap is actually a lot fucking more than a damn text. And I think it's really interesting in seeing how the culture shift is being. Because the society does not function the way it did when we grew up. Or the way that we communicate before. Social media is actually a huge part of how we communicate. Communicate. And I don't really understand why people or parents are not accepting Snapchat as a functional way of communicating. It's not a place for nudes or a place for only the youth. It's actually a part of how we communicate. It's a part of a society. And if it's used correctly, it could be a valuable tool. A tool that will strengthen the bond and the relationship between you and your child. I really hope you enjoyed this talk or this idea of my article that I wrote in 2016. Uh, my main mission with this 
kind of podcast or my my talk how you ever want to see it is actually just to inspire myself to bring out the ideas that have been locked in my head for a couple of years and i have a lot of articles i've been writing this was one of my most straightforward articles and i would really love to hear about if you have any perspectives or any comments did you like it or you didn't if you, did you hate it uh please just comment or i didn't even know how this this article how it has anch- how anchor works but try to communicate in some kind of way and i would really really appreciate that and tomorrow i will talk about my thesis on social capital and tra- day trading attention So, thank you and see you tomorrow. Bye.